Glory be to God. Amen. Give God some praise in the house. Still working out of the Lord's Prayer, dealing with the kingdom agenda, and working with core values that we are setting up that will help us walk this Christian life with more purpose, with more direction, with more understanding. Amen. Last week, we dealt with the first of the core values of kingdom children, and it is faith. Why I say that's the first one? Because without faith, you can't do nothing. <laughs> Matter of fact, faith is the anchor that keeps you in the storm. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? I mean, when you don't have nothing else, you better have something, a promise, a word to hold on to. And even if you don't feel like it, you got to trust God at his word. Amen. Amen. And sometimes that's all that you have. Amen. We are going to tap into where we're coming from is 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10. And, and I want to deal with you are, you are, you are. 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10. Got to know who you are. Here God speaks to believers and what he says to us, he says, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a dedicated nation, God's own purchase special people. Say, he's talking about me. He's talking about me. If you're saved, he's talking about you. Amen. Watch this. That you may show forth or set forth the wonderful deeds and display the virtue and perfection of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Somebody ought to say praise the Lord. Somebody ought to give God some praise in the house. You can sit down. Father, even now, as we move on in kingdom core values and how they are important for our lives, allow me to make clear, bring back to my remembrance everything you showed me. Lord, even while I'm preaching, show me more that I may make it even more clear. Move Tracy out the way and you speak to all of us. Lord, even now, Lord, even now, we pray, amen. I think that one of the problems of us walking in the power of Christ, in the character of Christ, is that the world don't see things the way we see it. No, they don't. 
As a matter of fact, we are swimming against the current. So therefore, you may have in your mind, in your understanding, the, the intention of walking right, but when you get to work, but, but when you get to school, Matter of fact, for some, when you get home. <laughs> see, 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 because everybody is not flowing in the same direction. And if you could only be a monk and a missionary and, and all by yourself, you would be okay. But that is not the reality of where we live. The reality of where we live is God wants the evidence of his presence in our life in the midst of a dark and crooked world. Y'all get me? Well, I says, he, he don't want you to shine where there's a whole lot of light. He, want, he will put you and place you right where it's dark at, and that's where we are supposed to shine. But, but to be honest with you, that sounds good, but to live that out is difficult. Matter of fact, many of us have learned to become chameleons. On Sunday, we got our praise on. On Monday, we're like the people at work. When we hang out with, our, with the fellas or with the, with, the, with the girls, we're just like them. And what happens is, and the problem is, we have not, we have not really receive the reality of who we are so we take on different personalities that are not us. Do you know who you are? Do you know that God has, has made you a holy nation? He has made you a holy priesthood? That you are royalty? Do you know that you are a child of the king? You know, God has done something so deep and so real on the inside that no matter who comes against you, you ought to be able to stand flat-footed and say, this is who I am. Hallelujah. You, matter of fact, you ought to be able, when people ask you why you don't do what you do, you say, because of him. I remember Miles Moreau, who uh, awesome preacher. Him and his wife was killed in an airplane accident not too long ago. He had a ministry uh, church in the Bahamas. He was from the Bahamas, but he frequent United States. Awesome, awesome teacher, awesome preacher. He would say that in the Bahamas, they drove on the opposite side of the street to what we drove because they were colonized by... England, so they did what the queen did. He said, he said, at noon time, everything stopped and they would have tea time. So people ask, well, why do you have tea time? Because the queen has tea time. He said, because they were birthed out of England, that the way they handled themselves was part of that kingdom, even though they wasn't physically in the kingdom, but their attitude, their actions, the way they operated was kingdom-minded of the queen. Did you know that if you are a Christian, that the way we operate, the way we handle ourselves, the way we speak, the what we do, it ought to represent him. People ought to know that you spend time with Jesus. 
Hallelujah. 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 One of the defining factors, one of the defining factors, and I was talking to somebody this morning, and, and sometimes we get confused because we try to measure our walk in Christ and we use the wrong measurement. <laughs> one of the social ministers said, man, I heard you in the room and you was changing, and I heard you cry out measurement. Because as I was changing, God started speaking to me. And what I saw was, I saw us that we handle our Christian walk like we handle a math test. We are looking for markers of where we stand with him. And the truth of the matter is, I said this last week, you are either saved or not saved. You are either in the blood or you're not in the blood. Listen, your salvation should be secure because you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. There should be no doubt. Now watch this. Life is going to happen, but your salvation should not be in doubt. Now watch this. For us who are Christians, the problem is fellowship with him. How do I stay in fellowship with him when the world comes at me? Ah. How, how do I maintain the relationship of walking in the spirit when people around me is walking with the devil? How, how do I love people when, when they act so unlovable? Have I walked down your street yet? How, how do I put up with, I know they're my kin. I, I, I know they're kin to me, but they act so. I, you, know, you, know, you know, some of us don't claim some of our relatives. You know, but let me tell you a secret. We all got those relatives. <laughs> we, we, all, we, all, we, all, we all got those. You know, and you might be, well, I used to be one of them. Now don't claim him, you know. Okay. Too much information. But let's get into So, so watch this. So we all got people that we got to deal with, whether on the job, in the streets, or whatever. And how do you maintain? How do you know if you're in the pocket? How do you know? I, I think that many times we use the wrong measurement. The second core value, I think, is, is, is the only value that measures, and watch this, is how we love folks. How do you express love? And listen, and love is more than I love you. <laughs> love is more than just words that come. Anybody can say that. Matter of fact, the love that God talks about is not filet, friendship, it's not heirs, passionate love. It's agape, and that type of love is different than what the world will give you. Matter of fact, I'm so glad God loves me because he loves me whether I'm down, whether I'm up, whether I'm in, whether his love towards you does not change. I'm so glad God is not like us. You know, because, because if, you, if you base your salvation on folk, you're in trouble. Hallelujah. Listen, and you tap in this not by how good you are, but by your faith. There's an anchor that you got to, listen, you better know God loves you. 
You just listen. Resur- resurrect. No matter what you do, you got to know God loves you. fact, when you know God loves you, it helps you maintain your sanity. Oh, y'all, y'all need to hear what I'm saying. Sometimes all you got is the love of Jesus. Because folks will, folks will act up on you in a minute. You know, folks will get their happy on. And if you don't know where you are with Christ, you lost. You don't know where you're going. Have you ever lived life where everything is going wrong? And the only thing you got to say, well, I know you got me. I know you love me. I know you for me. You got to know it. Got to know it for yourself. Based on what? Based that he said he loved me. Based that Jesus died for me. Based that he got up with all power in his hand. Not based on us. Not based on us. Not based on you can't work for this. You don't, you don't, you don't add to this. You receive it and you believe it and you rest in it. Listen. You rest in that, not work for it. If you work for it, you earn it. But you receive it by faith. He said it. Matter of fact, he did more than said. He proved it on Calvary. And he said, he said, if I did not spare my own son, he said, won't I give you everything else that you need to go through what you're going through? Now, now the problem is, it doesn't always feel like it. The problem is, and somebody said this morning, Somebody said, they said, it looks like that folks that are not trying to do right is prospering. It looks like they're getting, they're doing, they're going through, they, they ain't going through what I'm going through. Oh, am I, am I tapping into somebody's life? I mean, when you're doing everything you know to do, trying to be your best, and all H-E-L-L them broke off in your life. Did you know, I told somebody, I said, don't you know that when you start getting real about Jesus, the devil gets real about you? (laughs) I expect trouble. I expect, when I I walk up to another level of anointing, I know I'm going to be a challenge in it. I know an attack is coming. It's expected. And I gird myself up because I know that something's going to happen that's going to hit me and take the wind out my, out, out, out my breath. Hallelujah. Listen, it's not time to cry. It's time to gird up. I know I'm speaking to somebody. Gird up. Look, I don't know what to do. Gird up because the attack is on. But watch this. He is already defeated. <laughs> This is a faith walk. So watch this. In order to walk in love, I tap into it. You tap into it by knowing that he, I told somebody, they were saying, you know, I'm going through this and sin is attacking me. He tell me I'm no good. And I I know he's saying that God don't love me. I said, well, what are you saying? Why are you going to let your enemy talk smack 
and just sit there and receive it. Psalms 1 gives you, it says, I got an eye gate, ear gate, mouth gate. And sometimes when you're going through spiritual battles, you got to go, you got to do all three. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You know, you know, you, you start, you start reading the word out loud to yourself. You got to speak it out of your mouth. Now, when you engage your mouth, your mind going to follow where your mouth goes. You can't listen to the thoughts while you're speaking. Listen, this is spiritual battle. Satan doesn't come with a red suit, horns, and a pitchfork. He comes in our thinking. Is there anybody in warfare in your thinking? Is there anybody in warfare in your emotions? Is there anybody you recognize now the reason why you feel out of sorts because the devil is attacking you? My God, you got to remember, he also works through folks. One of the qualifiers are the main qualifier of whether we are where we need to be with the Lord is this. And, 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 and I'm not talking about salvation. I'm talking about alignment. Did you know that no matter where I go and where you go, the Holy Spirit goes with us? So you go home, the Holy Spirit is with you. If tonight you go to a strip club, the Holy Spirit is with you. Now he's green, he will convict you, but you're taking him right with you. One of the things that we have not as Christians many times that we have, have really settled this is that the, the, that the Lord is with us wherever we go. Okay? That's why we can leave church and act different in church than we act any other place. But watch this. If he's real in church, he's, weird, he's, real, he's real on your job. I mean, I, now, I don't raise your hand, but, but who took God to, who took the Holy Spirit to a bar the other night? Who's smoking weed with Jesus? <laughs> Come on now. I, I, I know, I know we still got some weed smoking Christians in the house. <laughs> I know, I know we still got some shot taking Christians in the house. You know why? Because everything didn't fall off at once. Come on, because, because, because we, have not, we have not harnessed this relationship until we feel that he is right here with us right now. So, so, so we think that there's a detachment when we do what we want to do the way we want to do it with the attitude we want to do it with. And we make excuses. But the truth of the matter is that no matter where I go, if he's in me, he's in me no matter where I go. See, us doing right should not be 
who's watching us from this way. It should be he's watching us all the time. So, so when we do our thing, he's watching us. When, when, we, when we have our attitude on, he's watching us. Listen, when we become more Christ-minded, when we become more Christ-minded, it releases the power of the Holy Spirit in our life. Stand behind me. Put your hands on my shoulder. See, what should be in both hands on my shoulder, what should be it is that we should be under the control of the Holy Spirit. He should be guiding us so he can pull me back or he can push me forward. We ought to be compelled and, 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 and impaled by the Holy Spirit. He restrains us that we want to go forward and he won't let us go forward. Have the Lord ever made your tongue stick to the roof of your mouth because you was about ready to say something and... Won't he do it? Won't he do it? See, the fact of the matter is if we're not letting them have control like that, we haven't submitted to the will of the Holy Spirit. We try to make sure we have our way. Let me show you out of alignment. You stay on that side, right? And you over here. What this means is Though he's with me, he's not in a controlling uh-huh. factor. Went to a restaurant. Tank Ordell had to go to the bar without the bar ordering. And folks are crazy. Have you noticed folks are crazy? There's this one young lady trying to take care of the tables in her area. The bar is full. The the restaurant is crazy. She's back there by herself. She's trying to get drinks for the the, the other ones that are coming for drinks. And folks are crazy. Also, I see a table here. Their glasses are empty. She's trying to take care of orders. And and they come up, and they're mad, and they're fussing because their glass is empty, and it's been empty too long. Wait a minute. You see what she's doing. You see just what I see. And you think it's all about you. She take their rebuke and say, I will get there as soon as possible. Somebody else comes up with a complaint. And I heard her say, take the will, Jesus. <laughs> I gave her a good tip. I gave her a good tip. Why? Because that's what we should do. Take the will, Jesus. Listen, listen. Folks will make you go there. Situations will make you go there. So, so watch this. And, and listen, and when we allow somebody to make us out of alignment with him, we made that person bigger than him. It's best not to say nothing at all than to lose alignment. Listen, you need alignment. Your peace comes from here. Your love comes from here. Your security comes that you are connected. And when you let anything or anybody become bigger than that, 
you snatched yourself. Still in you, but he ain't got the will. One of the things that is a measurement for whether you're in alignment or not is how you love people. Now, hold on now. Not how they love you. How you love them in spite of. See, you can't, you're not responsible for what folks do. You're responsible for you. Now, it doesn't mean that you be a, a, a don't, you don't mean you be a doormat for nobody. It don't mean you let people use you. But it does mean how you handle it still represents Jesus. Notice what our, our home text says, that we have been called out of darkness to set forth to display his virtue, which is his character and power, his power in you, his character in you. Now, hold on. The very person that you and I allow to take us there may be the very person that Jesus is trying to save through you. See, see, it's bigger than us. And whenever, whenever we are walking this kingdom walk in power, we recognize we're on assignment. Tell your neighbor, you're on assignment. Every day you're on assignment. Listen, listen, listen. Most of us is still task-oriented and not life on purpose, in purpose, on purpose oriented. So watch this. My, yours are... Our Christianity is measured by how we treat the person we don't like. Oh, shut your mouth. Y'all done got quiet. It's quiet up in here. Did somebody just die? <laughs> Listen, it doesn't mean that, that you put yourself in harm's way, but it does mean that, that in that occasion that you are careful what you do, how you do, what you say. Listen, listen, listen. You can love folks from a distance. Pray for them, but, but you, have to put your, you have to put yourself in their way. Some folks are unsafe. They don't care nothing about your heart. So you treat them like they're unsafe. But watch it. But you don't retaliate. You don't pay evil back for evil. You pay evil back with love. Now hold on. Let me, let me, let me go here. Let me go here. Let me go here. That's impossible in our own power. Say that with me. That's impossible. Say that again. That's impossible in our own power. But he's not asking you to do it in your own power. Amen. Hallelujah. Why do you think you got the Holy Spirit? See, some of us think the Holy Spirit makes us jump. Ah! I'm not so sure that's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> if he's not making you live right, if he's not making you love, and a qualification whether we are full of the Holy Spirit is not the giftings, it's not the talents. It's, 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 are we walking, number one, in love? 
And I'm talking about agape love. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I, I hope they got it. I don't know if they got it or not because I didn't give it to them. Uh, I went here during the first service. I didn't even give it to them. But 1 Corinthians chapter 13 is a love chapter. And I really started off at the 8 o'clock with, with love is. But I don't want to go there. Because I was talking to some of the ministers and I realized I missed something when I started at top of 13 when Paul says, though I give my body to be burned and have not love, it's nothing. Though I know all mysteries and all prophecies, that's gifting and I do not have love, it's, 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 it's a symbol. It's, it's clinging brass. Listen, he said, he said, he said, though I give all my goods to everybody and, I, and I, I'm giving good stuff. He said, if I do, did you know people do stuff and love has nothing to do with it? <laughs> did you hear what I'm saying? Some folks want the credit for what they do. They, they doing stuff and it's not about you. It's about them. You hear what I'm saying? Listen, up in the church. Listen, if, 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 if God doesn't do something with our heart, the motive of what we do is all messed up. See, you know what I realize? Just, just walking in this journey, just, just walking in this journey, God says, God's love in me Look what it says. I love that way the Amplified says. Unless I have God's love in me, then all that we do in church, around church, for the church, for people in the church, even preaching on Sunday, don't mean nothing. You know what? God's not looking at what Tracy's doing. He's looking at, is it coming from his heart? And is it done with love? Because if it's not, he says, disqualified. Yeah. Y'all, y'all with me? So watch this now. So the, so, 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 so the next core value that I think is the most important is that I got to understand this love thing. I, I got to understand where it comes from. I got to understand how to walk in it because, because I don't want all this work and putting up with difficult people <laughs> to count for nothing. <laughs> Is anybody with me? Is it, I mean, come on now. Okay? There's some people that's hard to love and you loving them and you sweating about it. Okay? Listen, what happens if you do that and God said you didn't do it from the right motive? Y'all with me? Okay, watch this. Uh, What verse I want you to go to? Try verse 6. I'm not even sure. But this is what he says. He begins to give a description of love. Okay? And he says, oh, Lord, we're going to fail this test. Okay? Love endures long. Love is patient. 
love is kind. How you looking now? <laughs> y'all see where I'm coming from? <laughs> y'all, y'all see where I'm coming see, see, this is not our type of love. Matter of fact, this is the love that God pours out to us. Every one of us, this is, this is a description of his love towards you. I mean, I mean, come on, let's be honest now. Would you put up with you? Grace been good. Okay, okay, for some of you say, oh, I'm pretty good. I'm a pretty good person. Let's go back before you got saved and full of the Holy Spirit. Let's go back to before. I should have been dead sleeping in my grave. But it was his enduring long suffering, patient kind. Listen, it, love is never envious. Listen, it never boils over with jealousy. It never boastful, never vainglory. Listen, it does not display itself hastily. Okay, you say, I'm pretty good at this. Okay, what about when you drive home from church and somebody in the car in front of you is driving too slow? You know, this, this means road rage. Road rage is included in this. <laughs> or how we talking, fussing at the person in the car in front of us. Listen, I, I never get this. Why do we fuss at the person in the car in front of us and they can't hear you? I mean, you know, fussing at them. You know, got the head going in that. No, we're not going to talk about the fingers. I'm not even going to go there. Really? But it shows you how quickly we get moved out of position. I know y'all quiet and everything. But I said, I said it's not conceited, arrogant, inflated with pride. Is not rude or unmannerly. Does not act unbecoming. Okay. How you doing so far? <laughs> Today I've been good, Pastor. Today. <laughs> okay. Watch this. It does not insist on its own rights or its own ways. For it is not self-seeking. It's not touchy, fretful, resentful. Do not take into account of evil due to, maybe I'm glad I can't read it. It's good. <laughs> Let's stop there. And I said, nah. What I'm saying is this. What this shows us is what we call love is not what God calls love. What this tells me is that, that if I'm going to walk in the spirit and walk in that, 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 is that we have to become sensitive to, to the word of God because the word of God and the Holy Spirit works together. You got me. The more word I got, 
the more when I jump out of alignment, the word steps up and let me know I'm out of alignment. And the Holy Spirit is trying to get me over. Now, hold on, don't pull me. But, but yeah, but, but let me feel some pressure. You know, he's trying to get me there. Do you know how to get back into alignment? Listen, I said, Lord, forgive me for getting out of alignment. Listen, that's not a forgive me of salvation. That's a forgive me of making acknowledgement I offended him. Did you, you get that? When you offend somebody, what do you say? I'm sorry. Forgive me. So the Holy Spirit is a person. So when we walk in offense to him out of alignment, listen, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. I don't know whether I was tired or not, but I was, I was, I, I, I came out there and I was in the wrong lane and an 18-wheeler truck was coming towards me. Now, I, I swung over just in time, okay? But, but can you imagine what would have happened if I didn't? Did you know in Christ, in the church, in our walk, we are crashing all the time. Because we're not in line with where we're supposed to be. Let's listen. With, with, at, at, at the Holy Spirit, no, you're still trying to pull me. No. I know, man. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep up with me, man. Keep up with me. You're supposed to read my mind. Okay. 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 You got it right now. Okay. Now notice that in this, even though I'm still hooked up to him, because I'm on alignment, things are going to hit me that wouldn't hit me if I was here. You see that? Because I'm on alignment, though he still got me, going to keep me, things that shouldn't touch me is going to hit me because I'm out of alignment. What are you being hit with that you wouldn't have to be bothered with if you was in alignment? These are spiritual principles that you got to learn to live by because it will make your life walk better. Listen, when he's this, guess what he's doing? He's navigating our walk. Navigate me, not me, you. He's navigating, he's navigating our walk. He will stop you out of trouble. He will pull you back when you need to be pulled back. Listen, this is a journey and a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ through the, through the Holy Spirit that will begin to direct your life for your life. Hallelujah. But did you know an attitude will put you out of alignment? Saying no to him will put you out of alignment. Not being obedient will put you out of alignment. Now hold on. Now watch this. The Lord is so good that being in alignment, you can fix it real quick. Lord, I'm sorry. Get me in alignment. Hallelujah. Not about salvation. It's being where God wants you to be. Okay, I'm about ready to end this.
one of the things that the Bible shows us of how you know if you are in alignment, out of alignment, or in alignment is this. See, when you're in alignment, the love of God flows through you to folks that maybe even be out of alignment. Listen what the word of God says. He said, live peaceably with all folks as much as it lies within you. So know what that means? Some folks won't like you, and then you can do what make them like you, and there's nothing you can do about it, and you got to be okay with them. But I said, make sure your heart is clean. Let me, let me help somebody. Almost done. Let me help somebody. You know, folks will talk about you to somebody else with you standing right there. And they will talk loud enough that you know. <laughs> but then they're going to act like they're not talking about you. But wait a minute. They know and you know they're talking about you and acting like they're not talking about you. Folks will say the dirtiest, they say kids say the dirtiest thing. Church folks will say the dirtiest things to you. And if you're not careful, folks will run you away from Jesus. <laughs> Listen, you got to know why you come here. You got to push your way. There, there's some people that are just the crowd. You got to push your way through the crowd and say, I'm here to worship here. I don't know about you. I came to get my blessing. I came to hear the word. I came because God got something for me. I'm pressing my way through. You have to be like the woman with the issue of blood. They say, I don't care what else is going on. I, by faith, has come to get my blessing. I don't know about you. I need the worship. I got the worship. Listen, and it's not about nobody else, but I to survive. Your survival is worship. Now watch this, watch this, watch this. Watch this, watch this. In order for you to stay here, you have to begin the day with, take the will, Jesus. See, you can't wait till you're in trouble. You got to do it before you, before you get in trouble. That when, that when, that when, so that when things, because things can hit you right when you get out of bed. You know, there has to be a surrendering that happens that you recognize, I need you today. And Lord, I believe you're able to keep me through whatever comes my way. Do you believe that? See, watch this. You can't be bent out of shape when things don't go your way. Let me be honest with you. The devil going to make sure if that's all it takes, it will never go your way. My God, you got to be stronger than that. You got to be bigger than that. Then you got you to say to yourself, now I know devil's trying to stop me, but come on, come on, come on, Jesus. Let's walk this thing. And you got to fight your way through because this is a fight. 
are you going to make up your mind that this is a fight? It is. It is. Look, I'm almost done. One more thing I want to give, and then we're done. He says that he has put into you a deposit of God's seed. You know what seed is? That's 1 Peter chapter 1. You know what a seed is? A seed is meant to grow. Now what happens is Philippians chapter 2 verse 12 says this. I have given you the power and the will to please me. So so guess what? Part of me want to do right. Part of me want to do wrong. So you know what you got to do? You got to speak to the part of you that want to do right. Amen. Then you got to believe God. Lord, I know you got me. Lord, I know you for me. You are my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I mean, I mean you, got, you got to talk yourself until the Lord is building you up. When the last time you encouraged yourself? Somebody said this morning, hallelujah. You know what? Sometimes you got to encourage yourself throughout the day, and that is speaking God's word to yourself. When the last time you sung to God a new song? And that's sometimes you got to make up your own song. It doesn't matter if you can't sing. It's not about how good you sing. It's that you're using your voice as a praise towards God. Listen, listen, what, what you do is when you focus on Jesus, he focuses on you. He focuses on you. Know what God is doing? He's trying to pull out of you everything he put in you. You may not see it. Stay there. No, stay there. This time, me, Jesus, you, Justin. I know what to do. You don't. (laughs) You don't see it. But what I'm doing is pulling out of Justin everything I put in him. He's fearfully and wonderfully made. He's my masterpiece. And though Justin is stuck here on what the world did, I know what I put in him. You get me? See, 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 we get stuck on facts. God is speaking truth. Truth always trump facts. You my masterpiece. I made you for my glory. I have placed you where I'm going to glorify myself in you. I'm healing up your broken heart. I'm breaking the bondages that's been holding you. I'm I'm, I'm regulating your mind. I'm fixing your heart. I'm bringing out of you my beauty and my glory that I put in you. But you got to believe me and not what the devil's saying about you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are my masterpiece. You just wait till I 
get finished. You're not supposed to see it, but I'm going to show you for other people to see me in you, and they're going to say, what a mighty work God has done. You just keep your eyes on me. They see me in you. You watch me. They watch you. They see me in you, but you watch me. That's what God is saying to every one of us. Do you believe? Do you believe? Do you believe? I'm almost done. Let me start this. I would have never dreamed of preaching. Me do this? Uh-uh. I, I, I wasn't going to survive till I was 21. I wasn't going to survive. Rip, Brother Burnett, hang with his son, Michael. Me and Michael used to do some crazy stuff. Michael was trying to hang with me. Michael was trying to do all the stuff I did, and he couldn't do it. And Rip told me, I was 15, 16, and Rip told me, he said, you're not going to live till you're 21. Me? Do this? Me? Listen, this is not what I saw. But it's what he knew. What's holding you back? What lie is Satan speaking to you, stopping you from becoming what God has called you to be? My biggest battle was me. When I got me out the way, stuff started falling off and stuff started coming up. Used to stutter when I was small. Me preach. Do you even like myself? Me? That's why I, I can't get a big head. I know where I came from. I know where I came from. I know God has done all of this. How about you? I'm no different than you. Most of not too many of you done with the stuff I've done. You didn't walk in what I walked in. Even then, there's a spiritual element I walked in. Not, not, not too many people visit that. I'm not just talking about stuff. I'm talking about tapping into the dark side. Not too many people done that. I see what I see. And he still chose me. And he still picked me. And he still said, let me display what I can do so that they can see what's stopping you.